After more than a year of pandemic, the nation's economy seems to be on the verge of massive recovery. Social distancing mandates are being relaxed. Businesses are reopening. Spring is here. And yet new applications for unemployment insurance benefits remain shockingly high. As indicated by writer Ben Castleman, the ongoing elevated rate of unemployment applications has been something of a mystery for many economists. With the pandemic continuing to linger, it makes sense that unemployment would remain high. But why are so many people losing their current jobs as the economy reopens. Recently released evidence from California offers some insight. According to the California Policy Lab, a research organization affiliated with the University of California, nearly 80% of unemployment applications filed in that state last month were associated with people who had been laid off earlier in the pandemic, then found a job, and then were laid off again. These repeat claims were especially common in the information sector, which encompasses California's film and television production. They also emerged from the restaurant, construction, and hotel segments. It appears that many people are cycling in and out of employment with greater frequency than once was the case. For WYPR and my producer, Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Writer Joe Craven McGinty asks, what if you opened the economy and nobody came? Texas, Iowa, and Mississippi were among the first states to fully reopen businesses this year, ending the shutdown orders that have been intended to slow the spread of COVID-19. But research indicates that simply saying that the economy is open isn't enough, since many consumers continue to fear infection. Through mid-March, about 40 million Americans, or 12% of the population, have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. But that, of course, leaves many Americans still vulnerable to the pandemic. According to University of Chicago economist Chad Syverson, quote, the state of the pandemic, not any orders the government imposes about the pandemic, is what drives people, close quote. To measure the economic impact of government-imposed lockdowns versus the effects of voluntary distancing, Dr. Syverson and a colleague used cell phone data to track customer visits to more than 2 million businesses across the United States. They found that the level of exposure to COVID-19 in a community had far more impact on the tendency to patronize businesses than shelter-in-place orders. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. It's easy to criticize policymakers, and there certainly have been many critiques of elected officials during the pandemic. But as suggested by a recent New York Times article, one could make the argument that the government got a lot right during the lingering crisis. Within weeks after the virus hit American shores, Congress launched a multi-trillion dollar barrage of programs to expand unemployment insurance benefits, rescue small businesses, and send checks to most American households. That was in March of last year. Congress has continued to support the economy ever since, with President Biden signing a $1.9 trillion aid bill earlier this month that will pump additional cash into businesses, households, and state and local governments. America's central bank, the Federal Reserve, also acted quickly and forcefully, deploying emergency tools developed during the global financial crisis of a bit more than a decade ago. Those efforts helped to safeguard America's financial system while reducing the cost of capital. The result has been an economy that has recovered far more quickly than many anticipated. By February, the official rate of national unemployment stood at 6.2%, down from nearly 15% last April. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.
With vaccinations proceeding apace, lockdown measures gradually relaxed, and warmer temperatures here, the U.S. economy is set to rev up. As indicated by writers Sarah Cheney-Cambone and Gwyn Guilford, restaurant and hotel bookings are already on the rise. Airline tickets are selling fast. In recent weeks, consumers have been spending more at gyms, salons, and spas. In short, the economic recovery is picking up steam as Americans expand their spending, especially on in-person services that were battered by the pandemic. Economists surveyed last month by the Wall Street Journal raised their average forecast for 2021 economic growth to 6%, up from the 4.9% level projected in February's survey. If the U.S. economy managed to grow 6% this year, it would mark the fastest pace of expansion in nearly four decades. Some economists are suggesting that the pace of growth that will be registered later this year will simply take people's breath away. While ongoing vaccinations heavily shape the economic outlook, so too does the federal government's willingness to keep stimulating economic activity. Between December's stimulus package and the one legislated last month, Congress has authorized pumping nearly $3 trillion of fiscal infusion into the economy. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Today's morning economic report is about the economics of sweatpants. Sweatpants have been among the big winners during the pandemic. As indicated by The Economist magazine, with no offices, restaurants, or parties to attend, comfort has taken precedence over appearance. People have been dressing for themselves and for those in their respective bubbles, not for those outsiders who so often judge appearance harshly. But the rise of sweatpants has spelled disaster for fashion. Among the retailers that went bankrupt last year were True Religion, J. Crew, Neiman Marcus, and Francesca's. Some worry that the emergence of sweatpants could spell more bad news during the years ahead for fashion. In 2013, the global fashion designer Karl Lagerfeld denounced elastic waistbands as, quote, a sign of defeat. You lost control of your life, so you bought some sweatpants, close quote. But it may be that the defeated are those that sell dressier items. At a recent fashion show, a model was seen wearing a dusty pink trench coat over a pair of silk paisley pajamas. The idea is that this ensemble is for people who suddenly want to go out, maybe for some sushi, but can't be bothered to get dressed. As we approach the post-pandemic world, it will be interesting to see if the rise of sweatpants continues. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.